13 minutes past eight. Uh, we're going to have a couple of guests talk about our next subject. A 25-year-old graduate student arrested as a suspect in the parcel bomb explosion at Yonsei University earlier this week has admitted to making the explosive himself using a tumbler, wires and four batteries, apparently inspired by the Manchester bombing, albeit without any online instructions. Let's first have on the line Professor Yung Hyuk from the Department of Police Administration at Konguk University. Thank you very much for joining us and good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Can we start just by learning a bit more about this nail bomb used in the attack? Can you give us some more details? Actually, the new uh, development was made last night. The police have decided to fire uh, arrest warrant as formerly. And uh, according to police, uh, Mr. Kim confessed made a nail bomb after a tumbler late in May on his own room uh, without watching online tutorial videos. Uh, now police try to identify what the motive is. And uh, this morning, the police had a formal uh, interview regarding those issues. But anyway, in the uh, uh, improvised uh, explosive devices, there were four batteries, dozens of bolts and gunpowders, and contained many uh, screws. Uh, he also admitted that he had targeted a professor, but he said that he has not intended to uh, kill him. Uh, but according to some rumors, uh, Mr. Kim has some uh, uh, grudgement against professors. Mm -hmm. Police uh, denied those claims. And uh, when he opened the uh, explosive devices, the bomb exploded, and the professor sustained injuries to his neck and arm, but luckily, uh, it did not cause life-threatening injuries. Luckily, it would seem for the suspect as well. This whole incident at Yonsei University, it's received a huge amount of public attention. It's not the first time, though, that we've seen homemade bombs cause problems in Korea. Yeah, right. Uh, as you recall it, in, in 2014, uh, or high school students tried to uh, you know, blow, to try to explode butane gas in the talk concert. And in uh, 2015s, even middle school students have learned how to make a, a bomb. And he actually entered his uh, classroom and he threw the pot containing burning uh, gasoline. So that was very shocking to Korean uh, society. And uh, several years ago, um, there are several uh, explode devices in the bus terminal because he was frustrated with his uh, fail in the investment of uh, stocks. So those are uh, very famous uh, cases which received a lot of public attention. And, and just finally, briefly, is there any system in place here to, to control the use of homemade or private bombs? Yes, of course. Uh, there are laws which are, does not allow the public to possess or make the uh, bombs. But in reality, just clicking some keywords, tons of thousands of information uh, as to regarding how to make those homemade uh, bombs, that was a big problem. Mm. Uh, but uh, last year, the Korean police uh, tried to uh, block 700 
50 uh, sites, but uh, there was the uh, small amount of the information. I mean, if the police, if the people think about making a bomb, it is a piece of cake. But I try to uh, suggest that uh, blocking the obscene material in South Korea, we need to develop more uh, keyword which not automatically access to you know, that type of the uh, uh, site. So that we could better, better use technology in, right. in this area. Thank you very much, Professor E, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Professor Yung Hyuk from Konguk University. But this idea of a nail bomb sounds so threatening. Mind you, if you gave me a tumbler and some nails, I wouldn't have a clue how to turn it into a bomb. So the idea of doing it without any online support, and this is an architecture student, remember, sounds surprising. Professor Jimmy Oxley from the Department of Chemistry specialises in explosives at the University of Rhode Island and is on the line now with us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, so, how common are nail bombs generally? We heard of their use in the Manchester bombing recently as well. Well, a nail bomb isn't... Uh, it's just a name made up by the media. A bomb will contain an actual energetic material, but the uh, hazard from a bomb is twofold. One is the pressure, that the pressure wave that's going to go out, and generally, if you're not near the bomb, it's not going to impact you very much. You can, the pressure wave falls off as the cube root of the distance. So if you're a distance away, you may be fine. But fragments can go much further. So a bomb is usually inside a case, and that case is going to fly out and it could hit you. But when a perpetrator, when a, a bad guy wants to be sure that he hurts you, he's going to add extra fragmentation. And that's what the media has taken to calling a nail bomb, the purpose addition of fragmentation to cause harm. Right. And, so uh, but the, the bomb is the same, but you've just, uh, as the bad guy, has just upped the probability that he's going to cause harm to humans. And, and we've seen this rise, haven't we? Uh, particularly in, in isolated cases on soft targets, very difficult to, to do anything to stop them. Well, you see this on almost every bomb that's prepared with criminal intent. And by criminal, I'm talking about... Uh, what we call common criminals, as well as what we call uh, terrorists. Uh, both of these are um, in, involved in trying to cause it. To try to prevent bombing, of course, every, co every country tries to control criminal and terrorist activity. Uh, we have restrictions on handling various materials. But let's face it, if one person wants to hurt another person there are so many ways you can do it yeah i guess you just want to make that process as difficult as possible uh, at the risk of you know what i'm most wary of with the media here is encouraging copycat incidents but at the risk of um providing unwanted information there is a, a wealth of it online on on how to make 
very simple explosives, but also actually even very sophisticated and bigger and more damaging explosives. Is there anything we can actually do about that? And are these tutorials pretty effective in your experience? Well, they're not all effective. Uh, some of them indeed are. And I think that um, you have people that are just fascinated, for example, with fire. An explosion is kind of along the same line. So some is not a criminal intent. Some is just the fascination with the activity. Uh, but uh, my point is you can take explosives away. In this case, I have read online that they suspect the graduate student. You can t maybe prevent the graduate student from making the device, but he could have come in with a knife or a shard of glass uh, to accomplish the same thing. Uh, it w but it would have been, he would have had to have been more up close and personal than with the bomb. Uh, preventing bombing, well, I think all governments are working very hard to keep uh, military explosives are restricted. This says gunpowder in, in the report. I don't know what the restrictions are there in Korea. Uh, in the U.S., we don't have restrictions on gunpowder, or not very many. Mm. So, But th that's something that our governments have to decide on. Well, thank you so much. We're out of time, Professor Oxley. It's good to have you on the line providing... Thanks a more international perspective on this. All right, thank you. Professor Oxley from the Department of Chemistry specialising in explosives at the University of Rhode Island.